Nowadays, we're in a world where we attract like-minded people and we repel the rest. So if we keep our acting in our own frequency, then we end up attracting those who resonate. But some people, it takes longer to understand that and it's scary. And I think like that's kind of where it comes from. I think we all carry it. And that's one of my sole missions is to help women feel safe in their mystical nature. Yeah. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Dream Collective. Today, I have Luna Veronica joining with me. She is an intuitive astrologer and business witch helping spiritual women live mystical lives and create financial abundance through sole purpose work using astrology, ritual, and channeled reflections. Transforming self-inquiry to a sole-purpose six-figure witchy business, Luna believes that through the deep understanding and exploration of your natal chart mixed with ritual and metaphysical practices is the secret code to embracing the unique aspect of your own magic while embracing your offerings to serve others and manifest your dreams with purpose. Luna's spell that she casts through her work is to help magnetic people and business witches reclaim their mystical path while creating financial freedom and a confident life where they believe anything is possible. She invites you to unveil your soul's truth and inner creatrix to assist you to create a more free and magical journey here on earth. Wow. So cool. <laughs> Welcome Luna. <laughs> oh, thank you. I feel like I heard, like I just heard magic and mystical in this. And even though it's my own bio, um, I still just like, I'm like, wow, that's me. That's so nice. Wow. She sounds cool. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I want to get to know her. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, yeah, I'm super excited that you're here. And um let's let's talk about this. Like, how did you I guess end up to where you are? Like, did you uh, have you always kind of known you're a witch? Or like let's let's share a little bit about your story. Yeah, I think it's really funny because I actually saw this meme the other day that made me laugh so hard and it was a little girl and she was graduating kindergarten and her mom was just filming it and then the caption was like oh I wasn't expecting that or something and then the little girl she's like can't be older than five years old and she goes up to the the guy who's giving her the five-year-old diploma and he's like what do you want to be when you grow up and she's like a witch <laughs> and everyone starts <laughs> laughing and I think the mom was like, what the hell? <laughs> but I know that unfortunately wasn't me. Um, I feel like, yeah, I feel like in the terms of the witchy world, I feel like I was always mystical or I was always, I think women are just witches. I just think like women should reclaim that word. Um, you know, you're in my eyes, you're a, a dream witch, right? You know, that's just like how I like to it's like a reclamation of that word and the mystical feminine. So I do believe I've always been witchy, but I feel like it's just been repressed and that language, I didn't have language to feel empowered. Um, and in terms of like my business and being so successful in such a short amount of time, I really think that just came from being in my truth and figuring out what that is and the reclamation of who I really am. And that 
I think can be one of the highest levels you can step into of yourself is like you deeply know yourself, you deeply trust yourself, you know you're destined for success and abundance and love and and everything you desire and you actually just go out and get it. So <laughs> does that does that answer some of the question? I could I could be more detailed, but <laughs> yeah. Okay. So how did you like discover your witchy? Because you you consider yourself like an intuitive astrologer and Mm -hmm. business witch so like how did you discover that yes okay so I mean for me like my biggest magic is definitely astrology I feel unbelievably connected to the planets and the sky and the universe and the elements and I just see it in everything it breathes out of me it is just it's everywhere. I'm able to guess people's signs and their birthdays down to the day. It's just like, it's almost like the planets have taken over me. (laughs) But before I, I got to that point, I was, I just remember finding astrology and finding out what it meant to be a Pisces when I was, you know, 12 years old and looking in a newspaper magazine and Starbucks. And I remember just being like completely blown open by this, small short article and I was like what is this like horoscopes I don't know and I wanted to talk about it but everybody was saying that there was no scientific evidence and so it couldn't be my experiences with it weren't valid Um, and so I kind of just held that truth that like my mystical experiences weren't valid because other people told me that so I grew up and was kind of studying astrology here and there and I really felt like there was some truth to it I really felt like it helped me understand people around me and myself and I didn't even know the complexities or the depth of it at all and I really thought that being an astrologer just meant writing newspaper articles I had no idea that it was a job or anything but I kept coming back to it I kept coming back to it and I remember I had a friend who was in high school who was also more alternative like me and she kind of asked me like oh are you into astrology and she had this hippie family and um, I used to go over there and we would just study astrology and then in um, class one day I had our, our teacher say he was also hippie I grew up you know in Vancouver on the west coast so he was like oh we're gonna go hang out with the librarian and she's gonna teach us astrology and I remember being like <gasps> What? <laughs> the most amazing thing ever that the librarian's an astrologer and then I actually ended up after that class I was just like everybody didn't really seem that interested but for me I was like oh my god this is the language of the universe and we're not even trying to learn it you know it's like we I don't know so I ended up seeing her regularly and I was asking her questions and I just wanted to learn more about astrology Um, so she kind of like mentored me at a really young age I didn't really know what was happening I was just kind of learning about the signs and then as it progressed you know we kind of lose our magic and we have to come back to it because I got lost (laughs) I want to say lost actually but I went to university and kind of trying to figure it out and trying to study astrology on the side and didn't realize what I was procrastinating as was actually what I was supposed to be doing and blah 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 and um Eventually, long story short, <laughs> I um, I convinced myself that I was going to go to Thailand to study university with my best friend. And this was not true. I really wanted to just be in Thailand. I wanted to travel. I saved up all this money and this whole big thing. And when I was there, I kind of realized that I was living a lie and that I didn't want to be in university. I didn't want to study. I didn't care about any of this. 
Um, and so I stayed in Asia and quit university after two years. And then I just went on the journey of like, who am I? What is my magic? What am I here to do? And circus and astrology and tarot and all the things came along with it. But I feel like, you know, finding that, like finding your purpose and finding your truth is actually comes from a remembrance. And people, they come to me all the time, right? This is what I say. I can help you with your soul purpose. I can help you make a bunch of money, like blah, blah, blah. And so people are like, help me find that thing. What is that thing? And I'm like, you already know what it is. And the birth chart is actually just this remembrance of that thing. It's like a map of the subconscious mind. That's why uh, getting a reading is not like, oh my God, it's, it's actually like, you're just telling me things that I do know, but it's so validating to have a stranger tell me that everything is perfect and that my life is exactly the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> so that was a huge rant. Um, I hope that that <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, I really resonated with what you said about, you know, our sole purpose, because everybody's talking about finding, I need to find it. But you're right, it is definitely a remembrance, at least that's been my experience as well. And, you know, for me, I had no idea about this dream stuff. And it and like, literally, when it discovered me, I was like, Oh, <laughs> I've been searching for something all this time, but in actuality, it wasn't really a searching that needed to happen. It was literally a remembrance. So I really, really love that you touch on that and infuse that into what you do and how you work with your clients. You, you know what I love about that too, is that your sole purpose is actually with you in every waking and sleeping moment, right? Like your sole purpose happens every night when you go to bed, like for you in particular. And for me, like my sole purpose was around the corner at Starbucks, right? And so I think if we, if we're looking for that or we're, we're gently looking, you know, we're asking for answers and we're just living intuitively, then it just, it just comes, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like following those heartstrings mm -hmm. as it's like gently tugging you through your life. That's so cool. That's very cool. And so I, I was curious because when we were before this, you had mentioned something um, just in emailing um, about a w the witch wound or the mm. metaphysical woman wounds. Like, what is that? I've, I've never heard that term before. Hmm. This is an amazing question and you better watch out because I will be <laughs> ranting a lot about it. But basically, okay. I mean, this is deep stuff. So the witch wound basically stems from thousands of years ago from the witch trials. So before the witch trials, um, which was the mass murder and ostracizing and outcasting of mystical women before that, women were in tribes together and the cohesion of their tribes and of their villages and how how much they thrived and succeeded in the world actually was dependent on how well the women got together <laughs> because if the women didn't do like if they were battling each other then just shit didn't get done so the cohesion uh, depended on the tribe of the women and when the witch trials ran, so that, that includes like being in red tent, you know, being in ceremony, helping raise a baby together, like cooking for the tribe, you know, actually just doing these um, women roles very archetypically back in the day. And so when the witch trials were a thing, 
then people were saying like, oh, that, that woman, you know, she, she, she's a witch. She, she talks to the stars and she creates potions and she's a healer and she's this and that was actually a very carefully orchestrated plan by the church and the patriarchy to not let mystical women rise up, to not let mystical women have power. So they wanted to actually isolate them, murder them and separate them from sisterhood. So from other women and from each other. So instead of women coming together and you know, this is another part of it, but they say like, oh, she's a witch, I'm not, you know? And this actually is what created this witch wound, sisterhood wound, like that's one thing. But then also we started to go against each other and we started to claim that being a witch was bad. And it was like anything mystical, like literally anything, like including natural healing, being a birth doula, death doula, um, literally anything that just doesn't fall into the patriarchy thing. And I think that that's what's so interesting is that women, even today, they don't know if they're witches and they don't know if they're this and that. It's like, there's kitchen witches out there, you know, like there's where are just, it's just everywhere. It's everywhere. And I think that women and certain women who have certain karma and DNA roots to the witch trials actually carry this wound more than others. And, you know, I have a one-on-one -on -one client and she is extremely mystical. Like it is intense that she has, she's basically like Aphrodite reincarnated. And she has like these crazy mystical experiences. She can go into the depths of, she's an Oracle and a psychic and just, you know, she goes to the beaches as she lives in Greece and she has these crazy realizations and I'm trying to help her run a business. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, you're so mystical. I want you to have a bunch of money. You're extremely like, she's amazing. And she's so afraid to come out as mystical. She's mm. so afraid to post on social media. And she's like, Luna, what do you think of these pictures? It's like, she couldn't look more like a goddess. She's literally on the edge of this rock and there's like waves flat, like on her and she wears <laughs> pink dress. And she's terrified to post about it and to come out as this oracle. And, and I'm, I really believe that that's like the witch wound. I really believe that there's something that needs to be healed in the karmic programming and the human constructs of this life that she's in, in this moment that needs to break through that. That's like, it's okay. I'm not going to die. I'm not going to get socially outcast. I'm not, you know, people aren't going to think I'm crazy and weird. It's actually different nowadays. Nowadays we're in a world where we attract like-minded people and we repel the rest so if we keep our acting in our own frequency, then we end up attracting those who resonate. But some people, it takes longer to understand that and it's scary. And I think like that's kind of where it comes from. I think we all carry it. And that's one of my sole missions is to help women feel safe in their mystical nature. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. So I didn't know that that was the term for it, but I've definitely experienced that in my own life. Personally, when I discovered my gifts as an Oracle, you know, I felt the same as your client in Greece with like, Oh my gosh, like, how do I step into this? What do I do with this? This is really weird. Am I crazy? Like all this kind of self chatter. Um, so yes, that makes so much sense. And 
I love how you talked about, you know, women needing to come together mm-hmm. and that sisterhood and supporting each other and being stronger together. And I definitely have witnessed in my life, um, people who, and women, I mean, specifically who, yeah, like I've triggered their wounds, you know, with me coming out and doing what I'm doing, definitely been a trigger for other people. And it's, it's interesting to kind of reflect on that now that you just really clearly explained what that wound is, where it comes from and, you know, identifying it as like, we need to, to heal this. And so how do you guide somebody to heal through that? (laughs) Besides the fact, like everybody go see Luna now, (laughs) like we need to heal this as women. (laughs) Yes. um, I think like, you know, each person is different, of course, and each person is on a different Mm -hmm. path and a different train of like where they're at, you know, like some people, they don't know what their gifts are and they just want to figure that out. And some people they're extremely magical, but they have no community or they have no nothing. Um, You know, some people, their family is going to abandon them if they do anything alternative rather than go to university and get a job and get married to Joe Schmo, then there's, you know, there's, there's a lot, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but I believe like the first step is to really surround yourself with like-minded people, you know, and to be around people who have the same beliefs as you. I have Venus in Aquarius. So my love language is community and people. And I do really feel that growth can come through sisterhood and through, yeah, that, that same energy. And people are like, oh, well, I don't know how to find someone that's into crystals or into yoga. Or, and I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Are you kidding me? Because we have Instagram and we have TikTok and we have Facebook. And if you really believe that there's like, there's someone out there that can match you and you actually have to look for it. And, um, you know, for me, I feel like I found a loophole where I feel like, I, you know, I live in Bali and I feel like I can find community everywhere. Like, I feel like the people that are around me are exactly who I want to be around. And they just keep supporting me. They just keep thinking I'm amazing. They just keep lifting me up. And if we don't have that, we can feel crazy. We can feel like something's wrong with us. Um, And so, you know, when I'm doing my work and I have my baby witch Academy and I have, you know, I'm doing my readings and all this stuff and I'm getting really busy And I'm realizing that like, like, shit, this work is like beyond me. Like, it's not about me, you know, it's, it's actually bigger than me. So, you know, shameless plug in, I'm, I'm launching my membership and actually like my intention with that is to actually just like, you know, working with me one-on-one or in a group program has been really expensive traditionally. So I actually want to make something where it's like really cheap and like people can just come together and we can actually like create a virtual sisterhood where people feel like they can meet up in person, they can heal, they can make a bunch of money, you know, they can learn about astrology, they can be magical, they can get the support they need in a virtual space because at that point there's no excuses. There's no excuses. And I actually want a life like this. I want a space where women are more in power, 
because if we look at who's in power right now, I'm not down. So <laughs> if, it's, if I'm really trying to create a new world and if I'm really walking my talk, then it is something that is beyond me and it is something that should be accessible to everybody um, so that we can create the world that we're wanting to live in. So to answer your question, like definitely like making space for people who you know, align with you and support you and love you. And then also like setting boundaries on people who don't feel good and who like, you know, cutting that out. And then I think just like exploring yourself and coming into your truth and nobody can really help you do that. Like they can guide you and support you. But at the end of the day, like, no, you, you are the only person that can be like, this is my truth and this is who I am. And I feel safe in this. So there's a big practice that I'm doing with this one-on-one -on -one client, which is like, cultivating safety, right? If we don't feel safe in the body or we don't feel safe in the mind, or we don't feel safe with other people, then we're not gonna wanna come out as mystical. But we, I do believe that safety comes from within because at the end of the day, the whole world could come crashing down. There could be an earthquake or a flood or, or a freaking volcano, I'm in Bali, right? There's volcan volcanic eruptions. And at the end of the day, we're not really safe, like with anything, you know, I could go out in my scooter and get killed, like, you know, and I think that we we have to cultivate our own sense of safety and our own truth and our own empowerment, like every day, it's a choice, it's a lifestyle. And when we've been learning how to not live in that, then living in a new lifestyle, it seems so alien, it seems so foreign. So I don't know. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. It's like we have been cultivated to not feel safe in our truth or not mm -hmm. be accepted in our truth. And it's like we, I think in our own minds, our mind chatter and our negative self-talk is worse than the reality of like coming totally. out of the, the broom closet, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting too, because like, as you say, you know, how, when you start making those shifts, you do naturally just start attracting those people in your life to support you. Or you'll find out that, you know, when you tell your friends are like, Oh my God, that's so cool. Like, tell me more. <laughs> yeah. And I think that that's a really important point. And I also think it is good to be discerning actually, like a piece of advice. I would, I do like being discerning, you know, like I remember telling, you know, bless my mom, but I remember telling my mom and my family members like what I wanted to do. And I was like, you know, I want to be an astrologer and a tarot reader and I want to do this. And they're like, no, no, sweetie, that's just not really going to work out. You know, like, oh, I want to go to Thailand. I want to travel. I want to live in Bali. No, sweetie, you can't do that. You know, you can't live in Bali. How are you? What about healthcare? What, how are you going to make money? You know, and so people that just, just kept shitting on me. And so I realized that I started telling um, my successes and my achievements rather than like, this is what I want to do because people wouldn't believe me. And then I would start to doubt myself and then I would get confused. So I started telling my dreams to people who could dream with me um, and people who could like understand me and also they would, they would help me, right. They would support me. And I stopped telling things to people that would just make me feel bad. And that's been amazing for me. And nobody told me that nobody taught me that I just figured it out. And so I would say that, you know, if you are someone listening to this, that's like wanting to cultivate this magical part, you know, themselves and you're super inspired by Holly and, and her dream Oracle magic magicness, then, you know, then it's good to be discerning 
with who you tell things to and then eventually you'll know who to open up to and then it's it's so rewarding um, to be yeah. seen in that way yeah I think that's a really good tip the discernment piece for sure I think is important and your membership sounds really cool you know if you're somebody listening and you're like I, I'm I don't feel like I have a safe supportive space. Your membership sounds like the perfect place for that because it's like when you do start connecting with other people and you see that other people are using their magic and tuning into their magic and sharing their magic, it helps to realize that it's safe to actually do so for yourself. A hundred percent. And there's so much in that membership that I can't even go into, like with how much value there is in there. And, you know, that's what I love about, you know, running your own business or just doing your thing and trying to create this new earth is like, the more you are you, then the more successful you actually become. Like, I remember I was like, oh yeah, I want to do the astrological forecast in this membership. And then, oh, I, I think I want a tarot reader in there. And like, okay, I want a yoga teacher in there. And then I woke up at one day, I was like, I want a belly dance teacher in there. And oh, I want a cryptocurrency in there. And like, you can do that. You can put that all in there. And I, and I agree that, you know, I actually want to like brag about the women that are doing so well in their soul purpose and in their creatrix energy that other people are going to be like, shit, I got to step up, you know? And uh, I just thought about recently doing like creatrix features because I have so many friends and so many people around me you know, who are professional stained glass artists, or they make jewelry for a living, or they're professional dancers and performers, or it's like, you name it, like yogis who are doing their thing, crystal healers. And I want to actually show people like, look, look, it's not just me. It's not just my clients. This is like my friend Kayla or whatever. And like, this is what she's doing. And like, I think it's really important to have that because like, from my own personal journey, like I didn't have that. I had no, I was the black sheep. Like I had no idea that I was going to be okay. I just like <laughs> trusted that there was like a higher thing guiding me and that I wasn't going to be homeless. And like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And I would say you're more than okay. Like you are thriving, you know, you're thriving in your magic and as you're sharing it with other people. And I think that is just so inspiring. It's like when people see other people, living from this, this place of truth, I think it gives them permission, even if they might not be consciously aware of it. So I just wanted to say that I really admire that you are doing what you're doing and, and inspiring people the way you're inspiring just by being you. Oh, you're so sweet. I don't know um, anybody who's doing what you're doing too. So it's, it's really special. Yeah. I think this is a time when all of us witches really need to step up and like shine our light in the world. So that's yeah. cool. So I was curious to know, like what kind of rituals you do with your clients? Do you have, I mean, yeah, like it just, when, when I was reading your bio, how you work with rituals with your clients, what, can you give us like a little idea of what that oh my God, kind of looks yeah. like? I love that question because for me, like being in ritual is such a way of life. Like it is, it is a lifestyle. So to hear be like, yeah, what do you do? What's the ritual? I'm like, oh yeah. Like, I guess that, <laughs> that is the thing. Um, I think it, it really depends on the person. Like it really depends. Like it's very intuitive to be honest. It's kind of just like what they're going through and what I feel 
but um, I do believe that like creating ritual space um, is definitely really important. So like, you know, coming on a call with me, like I like to say like, this is a ritual space, you know, where every part of you is safe, you are welcome. Like that's what ritual space is, is like you are initiating yourself and you're stepping into a ceremony, which is helping you in some way. Um, and so I actually like to do a lot of like guided meditation or chill stuff, like um, I going off and they're just talking and um, there's just a lot of mind chatter. And then I say, okay, let's drop in, you know, let's do the thing and um, maybe some somatic work, um, breath work, stuff like that. But in terms of like actual ritual, like, you know, this one client that I'm talking about, um, we've been very <laughs> connected and intertwined lately, um, is that, you know, I'm, I was thinking that like a, an old part of her like really needs to die, you know, like I'm like, we need to let go of this old, her name's Cristallo. I'm like, if this old Cristallo, you know, she's a mystical woman now, she's coming out as this goddess, as this oracle, and like, she, she can't move forward. Like, she feels like she can't move forward because she's so scared of, you know, what can happen. Um, and this is all public knowledge. She's okay we, if we talk about this. <laughs> and um, yeah, and so I asked her if we can initiate like a death ceremony, right? Where we get like old parts of her and we actually like bury it, um, you know, and we, we actually like put it to rest, you know? So there's things like that. Um, and it's, it's really, really intuitive. Um, but yeah, I kind of like to give my clients their power and give them the ritual. You know, um, I gave another ritual recently of like writing a letter to your body, you know, and looking in the mirror and being naked and like, write a letter to your body and then like I want you to film it and send it to me <laughs> right so I there's this part where is like I do believe in giving people the tools to actually feel like they can create a lifestyle for their life and to actually just be witnessed in it there's so many things like I've been like you know I'll ask my partner like to, to leave or something the house and then because I just intuitively feel like he needs to leave and then I'm just like screaming on the call with my client you know and like we're literally just screaming together and just saying the most insane things like fuck you like ah! and it's like I actually just you know feel like that's what needs to happen <laughs> you know and it's like we're, we're I'm just holding that container I'm just like the energetic like support um, of releasing sacred anger or of like processing emotions um, um, whatever it's so it's so in the moment but I think like the idea of ritual is again I do believe that all of this is a lifestyle and ritual can be something that is like someone who would leave working with me knows that they can come back to ritual again and again because a ritual is anything that has intention and anything that is like okay I'm, I'm doing this and this is like, I don't know what's going to happen in there, but I'm just going to allow it to, to manifest and to be, and it's going to just be what it is. Um, and I think that that is extremely invaluable. And I think that we don't get taught how to manage our human experiences in a healthy and safe way. And I think that ritual actually removes the constructs of society and who you're supposed to be and what you're supposed to look like. And 
just allows this like raw primal energy to be like a somatic experience of healing. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I like hear myself talk sometimes. It's like so intense. But... <laughs> no, I love that. I love um, the intuitive aspect of it. And I think like ritual has to be intuitive and mm-hmm. catered to each person. So I love how you can tune into and feel into, you know, what each client needs to help them process that energy and make shifts and transform. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, very cool. Pardon? I feel you have that too. Oh. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, life is such an interesting journey because I never would have thought that I did. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, no, that's cool. Um, so I know you have an upcoming free workshop. Do you want to tell everybody about your workshop? Yes. So it's a little bit, um, it's time constrainty, but it's um, on September 23rd, or I guess it's September 24th PST, and there's a replay available for 24 hours. So I just want to say that, um, but there's a reason for that. <laughs> but yes, it's a, it's a workshop called Creatrix Magic, um, how to manifest prosperity using your own creative gifts. And yeah, I'm basically going to be doing everything that I talked about in this free workshop. Um, So I'm going to be doing the astrological forecast. I'm going to open up with a ritual. um, And then I'm just going to go on some rants on, you know, what it looks like to be a divine creatrix, like what that means to claim the entrepreneurial path, how to be confident in that and how to actually generate income, you know, like what that looks like, what that means, like how do you create a brand? from your own gifts. Um, so that um, that workshop is to promote my membership, the Esoterica, it's a creatrix collective. Um, and then people who see the workshop, they're gonna get, um, or people who are on the wait list, they're gonna get um, an offer at $33 a month for 24 hours. And then afterwards it's gonna go up um, the next day and gonna go up to a few hundred dollars a month. So founding members will lock in that price and it's gonna be like a hell of a deal. And yeah, yeah <laughs> it's it's gonna be a hell of a deal. Um, but that's that's just the point, you know. Like I said earlier, like it's like it's not about the money; it's about the masses. So I think that um, that's really important. And there's so much invaluable stuff in there that I can't even begin. But if you're <laughs> interested in um, me or my offerings or my work, um, I'm very active on Instagram. So it's at luna.veronica.mystic, or you can check out my website, www.lunaveronica.com. But in my Instagram, they'll have like everything, all the clicks and the things that you need, or even just send me a DM, you know, um, tell me that you listened to this episode and that you really enjoyed it, or you have some questions, like don't be a stranger. I'm super open to chatting and yeah, just getting to know getting to know you. Awesome. I'm like, Hmm, I think I want to take that. That sounds cool. It just sounds fun. (laughs) Um, yeah. yeah, So all of the links, I'll definitely put them in the description. So it'll be easy for people to connect with you. And this episode will definitely go up before that workshop. So people listening can have an opportunity to sign up for that and get in at that founders, um, level. If that resonates. Yes. (laughs) So last question that I like to ask all my guests before we complete is if you could give your younger self advice or words of wisdom, what would that be? Yes. I think I would tell myself 
to just trust in that inner truth that has always been trying to guide me um, and to just not question it so much or to just look outside of myself for the answers and just keep playing and just keep laughing and just keep saying yes to everything and not being um, worried or having self-doubt or thinking, you know, not beautiful enough or not this enough or not this enough to this person or just simply like doing my thing and trusting that that is enough and that um, the universe just unfolds at the perfect divine timing and to just keep to keep trusting it to just keep following the intuition and keep being magical and don't care what people think (laughs) (laughs) that's good advice I feel like it's just also really great reminders Mm-hmm. I love that. Thank you so much, Luna, for sharing your magic and your wisdom and your energy with everyone listening to this podcast. I really, really appreciate everything that you do. Oh, thank you so much, Holly. Right back at you. <laughs> also, thank you everyone who listened to this podcast. I hope you got so much out of it and really connected in with Luna's energy. And if she resonated, then please, please be sure to check out her upcoming workshop. If you're listening to this afterwards, just connect in with her because I'm sure she's offering some really great things. Like I said, all the links are in the description. Thanks everyone for listening. Please be sure to subscribe and share this episode with a friend. And if you enjoyed it, please leave me a review. This is a growing podcast. It's a new podcast. So Um, Your support means the world to me. So thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful day.